welcome to the first Dead Pixel Society podcast. My name is Gary Peugeot, the editor of the site, and I'm happy to welcome our first guest, uh, Eric Miller of Miller Photo. Eric is a school and sports photographer powerhouse, and he's done a lot on the internet to bring everyone up to date on the latest COVID-19 news. And I thought Eric would be a great resource to share with the uh, listenership. So Eric, tell us first a little bit about you and your business, just so people have a reference point. Yeah, Gary, how you doing? Uh, uh, we're, we're doing okay. So we are a youth sports. So that's what we started out as a youth sports photographer. About 20 years ago, uh, we saw a need uh, for that type of photography, uh, basically because I was uh, getting pretty lame pictures of my son and his football team and baseball teams. And I was like, okay, well, we can do a better job than this. And honestly, that's, that's where it started 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, we, we do very well now. We added schools about five years ago because like most photographers, they have uh, slow seasons and they have busy seasons. Um, we wanted to fill that gap of that slow season, which was, you know, July, August, September, when, we, when most people are doing school pictures. We were doing nothing. So we added school pictures uh, about five years ago, and it's been pretty successful so far. I mean, we're, you know, we're, we're not, uh, you know, we don't have thousands of schools or hundreds of schools, but we, we do very well with the few that we have. Um, so so we're, we're good here in, in New Orleans now. New Orleans has a little bit more of an issue with COVID-19 because of Mardi Gras. Um, and lots of, you know, when you have a million people standing side by side, touching each other for almost two weeks, you know, that's, that, that, that's probably the worst, um, probably the worst thing that could have happened at the worst time. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of cases here in New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite the hot, there's a few places like that that have kind of sprung up around the country. There's actually a, uh, uh, Bing has a map. If you go to www.bing.com slash COVID, I think is what that is, or COVID-19, it's got a hotspot type map that's kind of interactive that lets you see where all the hotspots are. And as you said, Louisiana is lit up like a like a beacon down there. Yeah. So um, one of the things that unfortunately has happened is the timing of this outbreak has been terrible for sports and event photographers. Uh, can you kind of speak to that, what you're hearing in the marketplace? Yes. So for me, my Christmas season is uh, March, April, May, uh, because of how much youth sports we do. We literally, we would, uh, we would be doing right now probably 200 plus soccer teams every Saturday and some Sundays uh, so far, we probably we would have had six or eight days of those already scheduled and and done. So so this is really hitting us hard. And usually this is the time of the year where we save up some money so that we have uh, money in the bank or little cash reserves um, in case hurricane season is an issue because that starts in June, right? Uh, which is literally right around the corner. So you know, let's all pray that uh, hurricane season is a non-issue for for anybody in the United States this year. Let's hope they all just stay away. Right. <clears throat> yeah, so, so that's been, um, and I've spoken to tons of other photographers around the country, mm-hmm. and um, it's really hurting a lot of, uh, it's, it's hurting a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. I've already Wedding seen. Wedding photographers, I imagine, have had a 
Sure. Yeah. yeah matter of fact, one of my best friends is a wedding photographer here in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. And um, actually, uh, my son uh, had a wedding coming up soon and had to move it with my friend who's the photographer. So it's, it's a scramble. Um, right. Now, the, it, well, it, it's a scramble for everybody. Um, right. yeah. uh, Congress ask, uh, uh, acting as fast as they have may be a relief. Mm-hmm. But um, somebody made the comment, and I agreed that um, there may be more bankruptcies than people that catch COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's it's a sad state of affairs right. for the country that really was rocking and rolling when it comes to the economy. I know we were we were on par for a really record year sales wise. Um, so this happened. Yeah, I, I've been poking my nose in some of the photography forums and. I, Actually, I've seen quite a few posts from folks who may have just taken this as a signal to hang up their hat, right? It's just like, you know, I don't want to have to work hard to recover from this. So whereas they may have been able to, they are deciding, they decided not to. Uh, So I think, you know, with every disaster, there's an opportunity for the people who are going to stay in this to uh, pick up some of that business possibly, but that's certainly not, you know, not something positive we want to see. We don't want to see anybody uh, go out of the business who has chosen not to, right? Who is forced to. Yes. It's just a disaster. Yeah. So So, my my thinking, my, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. No, please go ahead. My thinking that this, this may be a good time for photographers that may be competitors to start talking to each other and say, Hey, you know, we might be better off um, together than trying to compete against each other. Right. Um, you know, maybe that might be an opportunity in, you know, in some parts of the country. Um, maybe time for some of the smaller labs. I mean, I've talked to a couple of lab people that are really, really hurting. This really yeah, yeah, yeah. at the wrong time. Um, I could see a couple of labs going out of business. I could see quite a few photographers uh, going out of business. Um, but I think now is is the best time for photographers to to come together, help each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've literally emailed every single one of my competitors here in town. I said, look, here's the information I have from my congressman. Um, my bank is saying this, um, you know, call this person because, you know, I, I, I don't I don't I don't mind competition. Uh, and I don't mind helping others, as everybody knows. I mean, I'm at all the conventions and trade shows and pretty much giving away everything that we do. Um, right. So, so that's, just my, that's just my idea is that maybe now would be a good time for a couple of smaller, maybe, maybe uh, one-op persons uh, to get together with a, maybe a couple of other or two or three one-ops and maybe try to put a company together so that they would be a little stronger and can mm-hmm. float uh, issues uh, like this when they come around. So what are some of the, before we get into some of the actions that photographers, you know, can be taking, you know, from a loan standpoint, SBA standpoint, et cetera, what do you think is some of the day-to-day stuff uh, photographers can be doing? I've heard, I've seen a lot of stuff about, Hey, there's a great time to, you know, refurbish your equipment or do that kind of stuff. But I think a lot of that stuff's already been done, hasn't it? And prep for spring shooting. Yeah. Um, I'm all about trying to make money right now. Right. So, uh, this is a good opportunity, not necessarily to promote, you know, the lab or, or people that we use, but there are plenty of opportunities out there for anyone that has their images online, that has a way to contact parents. Um, you, 
you know, you got Image Quicks, you got uh, Candid, you got H&H's system, you got ACI has a system. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Capture Life is trying to Capture Life. Oh, yeah, Capture Life uh, Pro Photo, I think. You know, there's, there's just there's so many of them out there. I would, and what we have done, so this is what we did. So um, we actually were already going to run a, a St. Patty's Day um, uh, discount, 17% off free with free shipping. And so that ran, we actually did a couple thousand dollars worth of business off of that. Right. Um, we are in the process of running a couple of other specials. Um, we actually have uh, two of our staff members literally exporting jobs from older software that we're not using anymore, importing them into our new platform that we're using. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, by tomorrow, we'll have another probably 20 jobs in the new system, and we'll start sending out um, emails to try to generate some business. They're, they're, people are out there, they're buying. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, orders are coming in. Okay. Um, Does the local business angle help with that? I don't It seems to me so. there's a lot of people yeah. who are saying, I want to support my local businesses yes. uh, as opposed to a national chain at this point. That's correct. Yeah, so we, we do hit on that angle. Um, uh, but I don't think that's the reason. I think people are just some, mm-hmm. some – so there's a lot of people out there that are actually still getting paid sure. um, uh, while they're sitting at home, but they're not really doing 100% of their work. They're doing other things. So sure. they'll get an email from us. They'll say, oh, yeah, I forgot to order those soccer pictures from last year. Let me go ahead and order them now. Yeah. Um, that seems to me to be what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm concentrating 50% of my time right now is uh, seeing how much uh, sales we can generate. And right. the other 50% is what's going on with SBA loans, banks, mortgage companies, that kind of stuff. So let's segue into that. Uh, okay. you've, you've, you've been in touch with your local congressperson, uh, Congress Critter, as they sometimes say. Uh, yes. Can you kind of share from a small business perspective, some of the things you've learned that could be beneficial that other people could take and run with? Yes. Um, So there are a couple of things for small businesses. Um, They are doing a a loan program to help small businesses pay for expenses. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm I'm reading. So just give me, give me, I want to make sure Sure. that I get it correct. Sure. Uh, Loans taken by small businesses to keep employees on the payroll may be forgiven. Mm-hmm. While it says may be forgiven here, everything I've read and everything I've heard is that that part of an SBA loan will be forgiven and turned into a grant because they want you to keep your employees on the payroll. Sure. Right. Um, the federal government will also forgive eight weeks of cash flow, rent, and utilities at 100% up to two and a half times the average monthly payroll. So they want to keep businesses uh, open. They're doing, to me, they're doing their best. Um, I mean, if I can be relieved of my mortgage payment for three months, that's Mm -hmm. a lot of money. If I can be relieved of uh, at least uh, some kind of discounts or something on utilities, then then we're we're good. Uh, The good thing is like literally a week and a half ago, I called my mortgage company. I got two, one for my building, one for the office and one for the house. And I said, listen, we may have to talk about at least doing something with one payment. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. Two days later, I'm like, okay, I may need 
may need more than two weeks. I mean, two, two, more than one payment. I may need sure. two. And then like another week goes by and I'm like, holy cow, this is like a real thing now. Right. And um, I called my, mortgage, my business mortgage company and I was like, listen, we need to talk about at least a three-month delay. Um, to be honest with you, I threatened them with bankruptcy if they didn't cooperate. Right. Um, because right now I feel businesses have the upper hand with uh, banks, sure. especially ones that already have a mortgage because they don't want to lose that money. Sure. Um, so the bank came back before the federal government said anything. And my bank said, okay, we'll give you three months. We'll add it on to the end of your loan. You won't have to bank a payment for April, May, or June. Mm-hmm. And then uh, if you need three more months, we'll do an interest only for another three months. So I was very proactive. That's like my biggest, that's the, the biggest thing that I spend my money on right now is that and labor. Sure. So, 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 so now, how would a, so based on what you've read, how would somebody go about uh, getting one of these SBA loans? Because yeah. it's relatively new, but it sounds to me like you've been on top of it. Yeah. So um, years ago, we went to apply for an SBA loan and it was crazy. I mean, it's, it was like five million pieces of paper you need. Um, and if the I is indicted correctly on page number 625, then it's, it's, it's crazy. So um, it seems to me that the federal government has relaxed some rules on applying and I would go to a local bank. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't try to do it on your own. Um, I've talked to a couple of photographer friends. They've tried applying on the SBA website. And, you know, they go from, you know, a little bit of business to, you know, a million people a day trying to upload information and the site keeps crashing. Right. So, so what I did was um, uh, last week, I contacted two banks that we've dealt with over the years. And I said, okay, what information do you need from me? And they all need a personal financial statement. They all need income taxes for the past couple of years. Um, you know, they all need a, a P&L and a balance sheet uh, for first quarter of 2000, uh, for 2020. So these are all things that photographers can be getting together right now if they haven't already done that. Right. To have all this documentation ready because that's what the bank is going to need. And honestly, as soon as this uh, podcast is over, I would be on the phone calling the bank. Everybody I've talked to all the, everybody's working at the banks. Right. Um, yeah. They're so kind of essential already, right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They're absolutely essential. So while it may be another couple of weeks before anybody really sees any money, as far as uh, individuals, it could be a month before, businesses actually see any money. Sure. So my idea behind the uh, SBA loan is to use it as a line of credit as I need it. Sure. That's my idea. Okay. Um, and if anybody's not familiar with a line of credit, it works kind of like a credit card, except the rates are a little lower, uh, but you do have to renew it every year. So that's, that's my ideas on how I'm going to use the mm-hmm. SBA loan. And and those are the uh, items that everybody should be assembling right now if they haven't if they haven't already assembled all that paperwork yet. So, item number two after that, yes. what do you think they ought to do? I've heard of some people going to, uh, you know, halftime with their staff, shortening hours. Now, photographers really don't have store hours per se, like a like a conventional retailer. Most of them don't. 
Yeah. So what are some of the uh, cost-saving uh, tactics that they can temporarily engage in, do you think? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Photo retailers, energize your sales with ShareMeChat, the proven texting platform. Using chat to text on your website keeps your customers connected and buying. See us at Pro and IPI to find out why dealers using ShareMeChat close more sales without adding staff. Find out more at ShareMe.chat. Well, it just depends. Uh, for us, um, we, we, laid, um, we laid our four full-time employees off, our office staff, basically, because uh, we didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so as we get a little closer and we find out that loan has been approved and we can you know, use the loan to pay for salaries, we'll, we'll bring them back as soon as possible. And how big is um, your staff? Total? I only have I only have four, four let's say four five uh, six me and my wife because uh, we work so we have six people that work in our office okay. that run the day to day business we have about twenty or so part timers between assistants of uh, picture day coordinators and photographers sure okay so but your day to day staff is about four to six people depending if you want to how you count you and your wife okay yeah. Well, we work full-time, so I, I would say six. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you probably work a little more than full-time if you're a typical yeah, owner, right? Yeah, I pretty much work for minimum wage. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm one of those super rich, you know, business owners, you know. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, one yeah. of those yeah, CEOs who's got the private jet and raking in the big bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So uh, now how are you handling – what kind of feedback are you getting specifically like from schools and things like that who are like maybe not even doing spring shooting, but are you getting any insight into are they going to reschedule graduations? What, what What is your feeling? What are you hearing out there? Because I've heard a lot of different things that some of them are just canceling graduations completely. Some of them are going to try and have them in June. What are you hearing? Just, just curious. Yeah. I think any school anywhere in the country that cancels graduation is a horrible thing. Um, You can have it in June. You can have it in July. You can have it in August. Let the kids walk across the stage. Let them receive their diploma. Let them have their dance. I mean, that's just crazy. Uh, Mm -hmm. But that's my personal opinion. Now, what I'm hearing is that um, there's a lot of parents in my area where we are in New Orleans. Well, I'm not in New Orleans. I'm in a suburb of New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, uh, that really is giving school board members a little bit of grief about that exact item, about not letting the kids graduate, not having a graduation, not having prom. Sure. Um, that, that's, that's what I'm hearing. Um, and my personal opinion is that um, they really should get back to school if they really haven't had any problems, whatever area they are in the country, because there's no way that you're going to, make me believe that these kids are learning anything sitting at home. Sure. I I just, my personal opinion, there may be a very small minority of parents that can do what a teacher does, you know, during the day. But the the dynamic between mom and kid and teacher and kid is just so different. Um, I, I just don't see that these kids are learning anything. Yeah, I, th- I think the people who are going to homeschool are homeschooling and, you know, yeah. parents aren't, and they've, you know, they've got courses, they've gotten materials. And I just, 
don't see how high schools prepared parents to teach. Yeah. 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 They don't. So, so I'm thinking, uh, you know, the president said something about maybe Easter and I'm like, I I know a couple of school board members here and I said, listen, y'all should really think about maybe coming back after Easter, at least having the last three or four weeks of school. Um, You know, some of the kids can get caught up. Um, That's, you know, that's, that's my personal opinion. So uh, I just think that uh, I'd like to see the schools in the areas that aren't really hardest hit. Obviously, New York City, well, that would be a a different kind of deal because, you know, they're hit pretty hard. But that's because all the tourists. And it's the largest school district in in the country, too. So yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, so that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing, um, I'm hearing parents complaining that they want the kids to go back to school. Uh, but I'm also hearing schools saying, well, we're just going to keep them out to, um, you know, for, through the end of the year. And I, I don't think that's fair at all. If they can go back to school, they should. Mm-hmm. So, and of course, you know, again, from an industry perspective, you know, there's sort of the yearbook debacle, right? Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, half of the school, this will, well, not half of the school year, but a big chunk of the school year where a lot of things happen, you know, Mm -hmm. um, a a lot of my schools have galas where they raise tens of thousands of dollars at these galas. All of them were in April or all got canceled. Um, you know, you have, uh, fundraisers and you have all kinds of spring events. Uh, you have all the spring sports, all that stuff will be left out of the uh, yearbooks mm-hmm. um, if they do a yearbook at all this year. I could see quite a few schools. None of mine so far have said they're not going to do a yearbook. Right. Um, but we're not towards the end of the school year yet. Right. So um, uh, yearbooks, I think, will be affected. Uh, what I did, so, so I didn't call any of my schools to try to sell them anything. Cause I thought that was really bad. I, th- I thought that would, that would have been in bad taste. I, I saw somebody that said that he was calling schools. I'm like, man, that, that's not a good thing. So what I did is I, I did a little quickie video. I said, Hey, listen, I got this big printer. It's sitting here. It's not doing anything. If you need me to print anything for you, we'll do it free of charge. Just tell me what you need. Right. I got tents. I got tables. The, um, the school was offering uh, families to come by to school in the morning and pick up a bag uh, a breakfast and a lunch. I said, listen, sure. I got these tents. I got tables. It's perfect for outside for setting up. Um, yearbooks, if you help, need help with yearbooks, just give me a call. You know, just whatever we can do to help. Uh, we can do sales, uh, you know, after all the schools go back in, uh, get, get back in the session. But honestly, right now is not the time to be doing sales. Yeah, well, honestly, what you're doing you know, customer service is kind of sales in the sense that yeah, your customers are going to remember that, right? Yes. I mean, you know, the, you know, the big guys aren't doing that. You're helping the, you know, so hopefully, you know, uh, that'll pay off in the long run. You're not looking for a payoff now, of course. No, I'm literally sitting here doing, well, I'm doing something. I'm updating our website, which needed it. But you know, if a, a school was to call and say, Hey, I need 300 packets, you know, can you print them? I'd be like, send the PDF over. I'll do it right now. Right. And, uh, and we have. Okay. Well, listen, Eric, I appreciate your time. I don't, I don't want to keep you forever because uh, I know you are busy and I do appreciate your time and uh, keep us posted. Oops. Sorry about that. Oh. Yeah. Listen, thank you for uh, reaching out. Um, I'm glad to help anybody. If they want to call me, I just posted um, on my personal page. I'll go put it on the speaking volume page. 
mm-hmm. uh, information that Congressman uh, Scalise emailed me earlier. Sure. There's a lot of good information mm-hmm. there. Uh, again, I'm not trying to be political, like you said, but you know this isn't um, this isn't hearsay. This is actually coming from um, you know the the you know the the Republican whip. I mean, he's pretty high up in the food chain. So yeah. what so, he says is pretty much you know what's going on. So what? How? So if somebody wanted to find you or contact you, is Facebook the way to do that? Facebook would be perfect. Yes. Okay. Great. All right, Eric, thank you much for your time. Gary, thank you very much, sir. I hope everybody uh, survives out there. Stay safe. All right, very good. You too. The Dead Pixel Society podcast is brought to you by Photo Finale, Media Clip, Advertech Inc., Got Photo, IQ, Photobook AI, the IPI Member Network, and MailPix. For more information, please go to www.thedeadpixelsociety.com. <laughs>